Hi, friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour. This is a podcast hosted by me, Jamie Ivey, and each week I bring a new guest on the show, and we chat about, honestly, anything you can think of, everything from places to visit in America to what they're doing in their life to talking to your kids about sex. We just talk about everything, and I love it so much. I love bringing new people into your world every week. This week, my guest is my friend Jenny Allen, and you probably have heard of her. She's an author, a Bible study teacher. She's the founder of the If Gathering. She's just doing a lot of fabulous stuff, and she lives here in Austin with her husband and four kids, and we've gotten to know each other over the past couple of years, and I'm just a fan. She is a great friend, and I love everything she's doing. So you're going to enjoy this podcast. We talk about her recent trip to Rwanda, where she visited some noonday artisans, and she visited her son's orphanage that he spent the first four years of his life. We also talk about great cities in America to visit, camp life. We talk about what's new with if, what's new with her. We talk about women. It's just a, it's a fun hour. So I hope you'll enjoy it. Tell a friend. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jenny or myself, you can leave them in the comment section on my blog. It's jamieivy.com. Anything we talk about, I'll have links there, ways you can get in touch with Jenny about her collaborative project that she talks about in this podcast. So you're going to love it. I also am giving away a book at the end. So listen to the end and you'll see what book it is. So sit back, enjoy the happy hour. Here's Jenny Allen. Hey, Jenny, welcome to the happy hour. Thanks, Jamie. I'm fun to be here. It's fun. It feels like old times since we did um, all of our, what do we do, video stuff in the spring with Restless. Yeah, that was really fun. I miss that. This is this is like old times. That was so fun. It was actually um, one of my favorite things that happened in the spring because A, I got to see you every week yes. and B, just hear fabulous stories from people about their lives. Yeah. It was special. That was fun. I loved it. Are you going to do anything like that again? I'm not asking if you're going to do it with me. That sounded kind of like presumptuous. I want to do. I what do I'm something. saying is, are you just going to do anything like that again? I want to do that again. I think that was, I just love technology. I just think that was so special to, for it to be live and hear from people. We actually just did a call with a bunch of if gathering leaders uh-huh. and it was the same type of thing. And again, we were just blown away by the conversation and just being able to hear from people as you're discussing topics. And so, yeah, I'm just a huge fan. So yes, let's, let's bring it back somehow, some way, Jamie. When you did your one the other day, did you do all the technology stuff by yourself? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) No, no. Although yeah, our team did it. And you know, cause we had relied on some other people last time and, Uh and I was, I was pretty impressed with, with the staff of if gathering that night, they did a good job. You know what? I, if there's one thing about if people, they're not going to let you down. It's the truth. I told Amy that that Uh that night. I was like, Amy, you've really yet to let me down on major things that I have dreamt up. And she just says, okay. And she figures it out. I'm sure she doesn't sleep for days prior, but yeah. And I've been around Amy. She does it with a happy heart. Like I say that to my kids all the time, but she has a happy heart. Yeah, she does. She Uh. loves Okay, Jenny, so you told me just before we started, your kids just got back from camp. Yes. Where do they go to camp? Well, two of them go to Kennecuck, and it's overnight, and so they went for two weeks. So ah! Time, I know. I mean, I was in Africa half that time, so it made it feel a lot shorter. For sure. But, yeah, it was so good to see them and get them home, and now, you know, I'm looking at piles and piles of laundry, uh. but... um 
but yeah, it's just so good that they do that. We, I actually met Zach there. Did you know that? Oh, I think I did know that because I was a Canicut counselor. I think that's yeah. something that we have in common. I love that. Were, were you a counselor? So you were a counselor or a camper? I was both. I was a camper all my life, just about. And then, you know, transitioned to being a counselor and met Zach that first year when I was a counselor. And he was so cute Aww. at that place, running around, being a little football player. I could see Zach <laughs> doing that. Okay, what yeah. camp were y'all at? We were at K2 when okay. we met. So. I was a counselor at K Country. You were? Yes. So fun. Little bitties. Yeah, little bitties. And, you know, they stayed for two weeks, too. (laughs) Oh, did they? Yes. And you know what? I wish, like, you know, you talk about, like, regrets in your life. I wish I would have started working at camps sooner. I only worked there one summer, and Aaron and I were dating, and we were married the next summer. And so it was kind of like, oh, I could have done that every summer in college. It was so fun. It was, I know, I have so many memories there. It's so weird to see my kids like reliving my childhood. It's like they're living your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do it you... doesn't seem like that long ago, right? I mean, No, no. Now, like do you yesterday. send them on the bus there? Because I know there's a bus that takes yeah. kids or do y'all take them? Oh, no, we send them on the bus. We believe in building independent children. That is awesome. <laughs> I know. Oh, my so. gosh. I love it. And then your other two, do they go yeah. to camp? Well, they do this little day camp here, okay. Pine Cove, yeah, with the church. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was great. And, yeah, they loved it. So next year, Caroline will go probably. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you'll have and three then kids there. Zach and I were talking about, you know, in another year when, you know, it's two summers from now, we'll probably have everybody there for two weeks. And we were, like, you know, planning our trip to Europe or something. For sure. Of course. Grand. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that y'all are like planning to go help there. And I was like, no, 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 no. run away. Yes. Run away. Leave the continent. Yes. <laughs> that is so fun. It's talk like big kids. Aaron and I were out of the country two years ago. And while we were out of the country, our kids were at camp. And I just remember feeling like <clears throat> this is like either the best thing or this is the worst thing. Right. I know. I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. But I, we're doing it. We're just going to get away. I don't know where or what, but I love it. Okay. So I have a plethora of things I want to chat with you about. Let's do it. Um, I want to talk about Rwanda. I want to talk about if I want to talk about your fall, everything. I want to talk about all kinds of stuff. But first I got to ask you this. Did your family vacation anywhere this summer? Yes, we did. We got to go to Florida. It was so great with Zach's family. So fun. We just, it was just slow and we laid around and it was dreamy. Those are the best. We spent almost two weeks in Tennessee with just our family. We visited Aaron's family for a couple of days and then some other friends. But we spent a lot of time with just the six of us. And Jenny, mm. that's the first time we've ever, ever done that. Mm, I love that. Most of the times, like, we're with other families yeah. or Aaron's, like, playing somewhere and the kids and I tag along, which that is not really a vacation. You know, right. you get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just the best, but I want to ask you this. I saw this today about the 11 coolest small cities that you should road trip to in America. And I want to know if you've been to any of these places. Okay. Okay. The first one is Asheville, North Carolina. Oh yeah. Because well, Zach went to college in Tennessee right by, we actually played football up there. And so we oh. actually play games in Asheville. And I'm telling you what, it is the prettiest part of the country. It is. It's so gorgeous. beautiful. Yes. And if you go in the fall when all the leaves are changing, 
it, yeah, it is just dreamy. Now there's all these windy roads to get to it out there. You know, it's just, uh-huh. but yeah, it's gorgeous. Have done that. Yes. It's beautiful. When we lived in Nashville. We would, we went over there one time to visit and it was so beautiful. Now, did you and Zach know each other in college? Well, dude, we were married in college. Okay. So were we, <laughs> but we took a long time to college. So like our married in college was like fifth and sixth year, you know, so whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, we were, no, ours was like, <laughs> y'all were young. Second, third, no, he was, he had just finished his sophomore year. I had just finished my junior year and I can't even believe it. It's hard to say out loud because now I have these kids that are approaching these ages. And you're you know? like, no, oh, no, no, no. But, so, um, wait, but I can was, picture you. Did you like wear the, like his number on like a button and go to the football <laughs> no. games and stuff? No, but I do have a very strong memory of eating Thanksgiving dinner at a, it's not a Cracker Barrel. It's okay. a place like it with a, but I have a buffet. Do you remember? It's, no. Anyway, it's out there in the Tennessee uh-huh. world. You, come on, you know Tennessee. I, no, but here's the thing, Aaron, on our road trip, I just made Aaron eat at Cracker Barrel. And the whole time he was oh, like, Oh, it's the best. No, the whole time he's like, I cannot believe that you're making me eat here. Okay, well, that I, is not Aaron Ivy. He just was like, This is the worst no. food ever. Why are we eating here? Yeah, I'm like, little, It's kind of nostalgic. Little, like, it's what you do on a road trip. Right. I know. Pecan pancakes in the middle of the day. That's Aww. what I do at Barrel with biscuits, too. Yes, Tons of biscuits. But, um, yeah, I, I anyway, I, I strongly remember um, sitting at this, I wish we could remember the name of it. Um, buffet okay. for thanks dinner because they had a game on the road and I was the only girl and somehow I'm with the whole team <laughs> on Thanksgiving, me and the whole team. And there were no, I don't remember there being coaches, wives, like somehow it's just me, I'm the only girl, but so anyway. Funny. And were y'all married? Day. We were married. We Aww. just, I just, I don't know. It was great. It's but like a traveling wife. Look yeah. At I don't miss those years. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Number two is Fairfield, Iowa. No, I've never even heard of that. I'm so sorry, I Iowa. I haven't either, but I don't think I've ever been to Iowa. I don't even know if I've been to Iowa. I, you know, because I speak all these. I know. Things. I bet you have, and you I just. Remember if I've been to Iowa? I don't mm-hmm. think I have. I know I've been to Indiana. I loved Indiana, uh, but no. Okay. okay, number three, Sedona, Arizona. No, but that sounds great. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever been here. Maybe I have, but um, I visit family in Tucson, and Arizona has its stuff that's so beautiful. So, uh, number four, mystic Connecticut. Oh, Oh, where are these places? They're small towns. That but these are not visit. road trips for us, dude. No, not this is, <laughs> no, not if you live in Texas. No. <laughs> um, I bet you've been here. Estes park, Colorado. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've been there. I mean, I've been skiing in so many places in Colorado, right. but I, can't remember specifically as this park, but probably I'll tell you what it's famous for. It's famous okay. for the Stanley Hotel, which inspired the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. Remember that movie? Yeah, okay. but no, I don't think I've been to Estes Park. I don't Maybe. think I have. But you have family in, in Colorado. Colorado, yeah, yeah. But like Breckenridge is the closest place. Yeah. That's where we usually went skiing. Yeah. But um, yeah, okay. Number six, Portland, Maine. Mm. Gosh. You're really testing my memory. I no, I don't think I've ever I feel been like, to Maine. No, I don't think I, I've been there. I've been to Portland, but not Portland, Maine. Portland, Oregon. Yes. Yeah. I haven't been there. Okay, I think you've been here. I can't be wrong about this. Marfa. Marfa, oh, Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my favorite. We filmed Chase out there. It was uh, the best week ever. We, I mean, 
it's just really not even fair to call that work because we just had the best week filming that. You know, I've it's never so been cool. to Marfa. Oh, Jamie, it is you and you it is you and Aaron Ivy. I mean, you will just die. Like well, the band's been there, there a hundred times. Okay, yeah, it is just the epitome of cool. Honestly, it puts Austin to shame. That's how cool it is. Like every person out there is the coolest of the cool from Austin. Young, somehow they've ended up in the middle of nowhere, desert, Marfa, and they've opened little pizza shops and venues. And It's so yeah. crazy because like when you talk about it and Aaron and I, my friend Noel loves it, like it just, I don't know. I guess you have to experience it. Yeah, it is, it is unique. And I would say it is, it is a long road trip, yes. even in Texas, yes. but it is 110% worth it. And there's so many, it's just such a unique experience. All the hotels are redone and, and modern, but not really uh-huh. like they've, they've kept this vibe to it. That's nostalgic and old. It's just, it's fantastic. I need to go. This is the place where when Aaron like needs a little solitude because he thrives on solitude and we live in a small house and there's four children here. So there's not much solitude. He like heads out there. Okay. Well that is, that is solitude. Cause it is really far. That's what he loves. And they have teepees. What does he stay he in? Say, he it, stayed in a teepee before. Yeah. They, they're, they're known for that. And yes. they're known for their Airstream trailers that you can sleep into. Yep. He's done it all. Look at him. Aaron yeah. Ivy. Okay. Number so. eight is Portsmouth, New Hampshire. No, I don't. have been to New Hampshire. Fun fact: we vi- we honeymooned in New Hampshire. Oh, why? Was, well, we wanted like small, like quaint, get to know you style. <laughs> that sounds so, so like you're so young. I know. So we <laughs> New Hampshire. I mean, we honeymooned our first part in New Hampshire and the second part in New York City because we also love like all things big city and go That's go go. And That's yeah. creative, of yeah. course. That's I love fun. it. Uh, number nine, Park City, Utah. Ah, surely, surely I've been there. I don't think I have. We I, always pick to go to Colorado because that's where everybody skis in Utah. But I've never been to Utah either. But I think that your summer project for your kids, I think your girl, your kids would love this to so get a map and put a pen of everywhere mom's been. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. And not to mention so many of the pins would be really like, I only know the airport and I the know, venue right? that I spoke in. Um, oh, <laughs> so I don't know funny. that they could all count. Okay. But, number 10 yeah. is Athens, Georgia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well that was back in the football days. That was, Look, yep. Yeah. Played in Athens, Georgia, Rome, Georgia. Yeah. I know that part of the country. What college is in Athens? I can't think of it right now. I can't either, okay, but well, it was a division yeah. two school. But there you go. That Carson Newman College in East Tennessee played. Uh, okay. And the <laughs> final one, I have not been here, is Santa Cruz, California. Okay. I, I don't know. This is so sad, but I, I really do feel like I've been there. That feels very familiar. Feels familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I've spoken a ton in California. But, really? but still, it's not the same as seeing it. And so mm, let's not right. count it. No, right. I need to see it. I need to go. You're right. San Jose, I've been around in that area. Yeah. It's possible. I was in Santa Cruz a few months ago, actually. I think it's exactly <laughs> where I was, but I, I need to look. I um, love this life, Jenny. Okay, so I do know you and Zach got away to yeah. California. Do y'all try to get away often as a, just a couple? Well, sure. We try. It's hard, though. Yeah. And, I, and we'll notice like a whole year more has gone by and we haven't. Mm-hmm. Our thing, this is, this is 
how we've done kind of the impoverished years of marriage with lots of children yeah. is rather than take a big trip, we really are content getting one day or two days away right by the city. Um, and then that way, you know, you don't have to spend as much on babysitting mm-hmm. and we can, you know, or a hotel or yeah. travel. Yeah. And so we, that's enough for us. We really love just reconnecting and we'd rather take several of those one night, two night trips a year than a big one, than a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we, that's one of like Aaron and I's big thing is like with having four children and Aaron being busy and me getting busier and just life is that we feel as though those are like crucial to our marriage. Of yes. Us getting away from all of the noise and everything. Um, and just being together. And we did last year, we did a staycation right here in Austin. Nice. And so we stayed out at, what is that hotel on the golf course? Um, Barton Creek. Yes. We stayed out at Barton Creek. Okay. And then we just went to every restaurant that we'd never been to that we love, that we wanted to try. You know, it was just really mm-hmm. fun. And we stayed right here in Austin. Love that. Yes. So that's, good. We're fans. Yes. We're so good. In fact, I think we need to do that again right now. Plan that now. <laughs> yes. Well, our, my kids, this is, I don't mean to make anyone jealous, but my kids have already started school. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that is jealous making right now in the month of August in Texas when it's I so know. hot. <laughs> yes. And everyone's like, when is school starting? When is school starting? Right. Yeah. Um, but I was even thinking the other day, it's so funny that we've come off a whole summer of like we've had lots of family time. Aaron's been on sabbatical and we had just been like family, family that just the other day I was like, I kind of just want to be with you, Aaron. Like I just want to just be away. Cause we talked about that after our family trip to Tennessee, although we, it was awesome and we were together all the time. It wasn't really like couple, like together, you know, it was family. So right. We need yeah. those. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Okay. Speaking of travel, I want to hear about Rwanda. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that are listening, um, on previous podcasts, I've had Wynn Elder, who is a New Day ambassador, and she was on this trip with you. Mm-hmm. I've had yeah. Jessica Honecker, who is the founder of Noonday. Um, and so by, and now Jenny's going to talk about it. And, um, so by now, if you haven't checked out Noonday, you can see yeah. that we love it. Go check yeah. it out. But yes. Jessica filled us in on what was happening on this trip earlier on the podcast when she talked to us and what we are going to be doing. But I want to hear your thoughts as being on the trip and actually seeing 
the, the women and the men that create stuff for Noonday. I want to hear from that. And then secondly, I want to hear what it was like for you and Jessica to go back to where both of your sons were born. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't been back since, since we had adopted Cooper. And so, and that's the trip been how many years? It's been three. Okay. And, and the trip was just incredible. Um, we just had the best team of people on that trip and we had such a great time. I mean, I think we all felt like we joined a sorority and didn't want to leave. We just loved uh, time together. Love it. And then we loved what we were doing. So many trips that I've been on to tell stories and to blog have been a little bit heavy because of, um, you know, just the, the nature of the topic. And certainly this one was too. We, we went with international justice mission as well. And, and that side of the trip was just heartbreaking and very heavy, but we balanced that, that trip with this time with all of these artisans that develop, um, products for noonday. And so we had so much fun and we actually got to build some project projects with them and, and build these friendships. And it was just, it was my dream ministry because this is, you know, if gathering is all about women, empowering women, women coming alongside women and not about charity. Uh And so that's what I felt the whole time I was there is, you know, this isn't about, they don't need anything from, from us, from me. They are competent, amazing women. They just needed the opportunity to, to run and to build the thing that would sustain their family. And so, cause they've done this, they own the, the company that they all work for. They, it's a co-op and each one of them is a part owner of the co-op. And, and so, you know, we were on their turf when we came, it was, it was just beautiful. And to see the power of women working together and, and taking a minimal amount of resource Mm -hmm. that my friend Jennifer actually brought to them in the form of just this opportunity and this, this, um, work and, and running with it. And, and they just did. And and that's, you know, it it affirmed everything I I've been feeling and believing, which is you, you know, you give them just enough, not, Mm. not so much that they feel like they don't have to do the work because they want to do the work. Um, and so it's just beautiful. And I, and I just believe in women. I believe in, um, equipping them with the tools they need to, to change their own world, <laughs> not it. to come in and try to change it for them. So, no. so it was so beautiful and right. And, you know, we just feel so proud of the work that our friend Jessica does mm-hmm. and, and it just, yeah, it was affirming in every way. I love it so much. I feel so, I feel like when you empower women, um, especially in maybe impoverished areas or countries or underdeveloped worlds that, like empowering women, it starts, it changes families and then it changes kids and then it changes communities. And it's just like this ripple effect. Yeah. Um, the women can change so much, yeah. you know, they can change a whole generation. I, I, I love seeing, I'm hearing what y'all saw there. Now, can yeah. you explain this to me? Because number one, I'm not on social media. So I, I see, I don't get a lot of what's happening in people's lives right now. And I'm so yeah. ready to be back. Um, but what is this bag that y'all made? <laughs> Tell yeah, me so, about this. Well, you know, last year, if if you were, which you were, if anyone was at If Gathering in the Flesh, mm-hmm. um, it we we had these incredible bags that everyone had waiting for them when they walked in, and it had all this dreamy 
amazing stuff in it from a lot of our sponsors. Uh Yeah. It was food test best gift bag ever. Ever. (laughs) Um, but it, uh, it was made by the, these were one women. And so Jessica's idea was that all of us make a product and we're going to have a competition in August to see which one wins and it actually makes it in the product line. But for me, she gave me the if bag because, um, hopefully we'll do the same thing again this year. So, so I have a question that yeah. bag that was, at, everyone got it. If yeah, that that's in there. You can buy that on the website. That wasn't created just for if no. Okay. No. But yeah. What you're you can, saying is you what, can buy it, but this bag I also see. will be for sale on the website, but it's also it going to be for if will hopefully be the if bag as well. Well, so, that's fun, Jenny. I know. I know. Yeah. It was I really fun to just meet to the women that designed. made yeah, and they may, well, it's, it's really cool if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, a great team and we all built it, yeah. but I mean, I do love the bag. I, right. I really want the bag. It's, it's not in my possession yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was really fun. Okay. So what a fun idea. And I know that Noonday's doing a big push to have, um, this all goes down on August 7th. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah. So, so fun. host a party if you, if you, Aren't already. And let me tell you, if you're listening and, you know, I I mean, I still, because we are friends with Jessica and we live in Austin, I think everyone in the world knows about Noonday. I mean, I just really assume that, but it's not true at all. And so if you don't know about it, seriously, look it up and look all about it. But Jenny and I can both attest that having a party, A, it's fun to have a party. Let's, you know, that's awesome. But the people that come will love the jewelry and there's benefits for when you host a party. So there's my plug. Good plug. Yes. And just to know that all of this jewelry is benefiting all kinds of artisans and women and men around the world. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell me about now, just give us a brief, brief background. Were your and Jessica Honecker's sons together? They knew each other, friends, same orphanage. They did. Isn't that fun? I know. They remember each other. It's so great. Yeah. Okay. And then just refresh my memory. Which son came home first? Uh, I think, I think Cooper came home just a little bit before Jack. Okay. Okay. So tell me about going back to where Cooper and Jack spent their early years. Yeah. You know, it, it was really emotional. I think we all expected that, but you know, it was, um, you just, when you go to pick up your child, you don't know your child yet. Mm -hmm. And, and you're expecting to pick him up at this orphanage and you don't really think much about that piece. And Mm -hmm. so to go back and now to have him home for three years, but to know that he spent four years of his life there, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a long time and he's got every memory still from it. And so to see that, I mean, was just too much to take in Mm -hmm. now that I know him and to picture him being there and having four years on those concrete floors. And, um, you know, it just, it was, it was a lot, but I also feel so grateful because I think that that, that place protected him as best they could and, Mm. and took care of him as best they could while, you know, we were waiting to get him. So it was mixed. It was Mm -hmm. full of gratitude, but it was also full of just grief that, that that was his childhood, right? Right. So much of his childhood. Yeah. Last um, May, Aaron and I, well, Aaron had been back to Haiti since we picked up our kids, but I had not. And so last May, Aaron and I went back to Haiti and we took Kaden with us, our oldest. And, um, 
it was my first time back to Haiti since my kids had been home. And it was a really, really, really hard trip for me. I mean, I was just, I, I knew I needed to go, but like my selfish and angry part said I could just live the rest of my life and never go back to Haiti. Um, just because our journey was so difficult and we visited there so often to see our kids. And I mean, it was just, it just, the country just had, it didn't have any good memories for me. Not one, like not one good memory. And so going back, it was a really hard thing for me, but I created different memories. So it was a memory that didn't involve leaving my child. And so it was really good for me to go back, um, and visit. I didn't go where the kids lived, but I just went, you know, to the country, which was enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you had a whole different story than us. I mean, I, I remember Jamie watching you go back and forth and uh, I just thought, how do you do that? How do you go see your children, hold them and then leave over and over again? I do not know. It was very, very hard. Um, yeah. but you know, we're, um, God, we're four and a half years in. Yeah. So, it, and that's the thing you just forget. And that's how I was, you yeah. know, three years in, it was like, I just, you just forget. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I tell people when they bring their kids home. I'm like, when your kid comes home, it's like, it's not that that stuff never happened. And it's not that your heart didn't experience what it did, but you just jump into parenting. I mean, for the love you get home and it's just like you're a parent, you're parenting this child now right. is what I felt like. Yeah. Um, so it looked different, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Okay. So tell me about what's happening with if what happened. Well, I saw the other night you had a big, um, hangout. Yeah, it was pretty fun. We, we did. And, um, you know, we were really believing in just investing in, the leaders on the ground and, you know, it's discipleship. We just, Mm -hmm. we believe that if we really put our energy and time and resource into the people that are touching people's lives on the ground, Mm -hmm. that that's a great investment. And so right now what's next is, um, we just had this huge, you know, call to, to be a local Mm -hmm. leader. And we really are trying to shoot for every, um, city, in America and every country in the world. Oh and my so, gosh, Jenny. I know, you know, we like to dream. Dream small, big, 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 yeah. big dreams. I like it. <laughs> and so it's kind of crazy because it's filling up uh-huh. and the map. I mean, I think we already have close to a thousand leaders. I saw your map. And, it looks amazing. Isn't it amazing? Yes. And so, you know, it's just beautiful. Again, I just believe in women. You just throw it out there on a little random chat online and, people just run with it and own it and will own their spaces. And, and that's what we saw happen. That was so miraculous with if gathering in February, it's beautiful. Like what, what's happening on the stage is beautiful. All these different denominations Mm -hmm. coming together and all these women that, um, that are so unique and different coming together. But at the same time, what was really powerful about if was how far it reached. And the reason it reached so far and so powerfully was because of these if local leaders mm-hmm. that had gathered people in their hometown, barely knowing anything about what we were about to do. And it just took such great faith and, and they, they stepped out and took this risk with us to, to bring together people in their community. So we just thought, you know, we stood back in the last few months and we've analyzed, you know, what, what is special about what God's doing here and how do we kind of fan the right flame, you know, like mm-hmm. pick the, 
the space that's unique and that God's moving in and, and, and throw our energy into that. And it just was so clear that that was the most powerful thing was all of these women around the world and believing in the power of relationship, the power of a smaller context, the power of these women knowing best what their people need, um, not us. So especially when you think about going global, we're going to really need women in those countries that get their country, not Mm -hmm. just the, you know, expats that are over there, but, but also the local women. I just had dinner in Rwanda with a friend of mine, um, named Florence Mugisha and her husband, Charles, who are, he's a pastor there, uh, from Rwanda and they have done life and ministry there for, for a decade or more. And, and they are just this incredibly wise, beautiful, catalytic couple. And, and Florence is in love with if she actually spoke it, if briefly, she was, um, the Rwandan woman that shared at yes. one point and, and, she loves if, and she wants to help. And so, you know, she's going to rally her people and, and build out what needs to happen there. And that's what I see happening is just women around the world saying, okay, here's what it looks like to gather, equip and unleash women in our context. Mm -hmm. And so it's just so exciting to be a part of it. It doesn't, it feels surreal sometimes to look at that map and think that really represents not just women that are amazing, but women that are committed to, to what, God is doing here. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just fun to think of having such a big team and it being global and, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's crazy. Yeah. And so did this, did if in your mind, how many years ago did this enter your mind? Well, yeah, that's a unique story. Go ahead and finish the question. Cause I think it'll I was gonna say, relate when, to when, that. Yeah. When if entered your mind and it would might not have been if at that time, but when right. this whole yeah. concept entered your mind, did you ever dream I mean, what did you actually dream that it would be? Because I can't imagine someone would think, Hey, I think we should like host a conference. And then I think we should like maybe make it, um, whatever you can pay. And then I think that we should broadcast it everywhere. And so people don't even have to come if they don't want to, they can stay in their home church. And then, I mean, where did that all, I know that was a long journey, but what did it start as? Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting to think about that now because it was years and years ago before I, I don't think I was on Twitter. (laughs) I don't think I even understood, um, blogging or social media. I, I definitely wasn't a writer or published any, I hadn't published anything yet. And, and so I'm, you know, I'm laying in bed at night. It's still very vivid to me. And, and, and I remember just feeling like God was saying, disciple, gather and disciple your generation, which I mean, was just a stupid thing for him to say to me at the time. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, right. what's that going to look like? You uh-huh. know, I've got four kids and, uh-huh. or three at the time. I didn't even have Cooper. And okay. Like, I mean, I just, there was nothing to do with that. It right. was just, but it was so real and vivid. I remember it just like, you know, that when your bones hurt, like you just feel something so strongly uh-huh. that you, and it's so weighty and heavy that, I mean, that's how I felt. It was just so clear and yet, and like it's too clear for me to ignore, but yet so big and audacious, there was nothing to do with it. It wasn't like, you know, oh, the first step would be blank. You right. know, there was no first step. There was no, no way. And, and no, I could have never painted the journey to that. But right. at the same time, how beautiful for God, just to give me that one little moment so that I would know this was him mm-hmm. accomplishing his purposes. And this wasn't me and this wasn't my idea and this wasn't, 
you know, no step of it has ever been my idea. Every time I seem to have a good idea, he like shuts it down and, and redirects everything. So I've, he's kept me so humble in it because right. he just keeps, um, doing this in spite of me. And, and I wish I could take more credit for it, but I really can. It's amazing people that God's brought into this. It's, it's the amazing work of the spirit, but it's none of, you know, it's, it's none of us. It's, it's something above any of us. We can't mm-hmm. even, we couldn't have ever dreamed, yeah. um, the road that this has already taken and we've just started. So if we can stay humble, if we can keep our heads down and our hearts really tender to the spirit and to what God's doing, and we can just stay pure and simple are the two words I use all the time mm-hmm. about it. I, I believe, you know, God is doing something here that's, that's special, you know, not, not special, like we're special snowflakes right. special, but uh-huh. just, you know, whenever he moves, it's, it's, for it's, sure precious and you just want to be a part of it. And that's how we all feel. It's not, we, God's moving in lots of places and in lots of ways. We just are so thankful to have a place to connect with that movement of God. Right. And I think, you know, you and I speak with women all the time. And I think that this is like something that when women talk about this or they hear about this, it's like stirs something in their heart and they're like, yes, like I do want to have this purpose, you know, and this purpose to disciple women and, you know, be able to do big things with our lives. And so to hear this, like someone just kind of putting wind in their sails to say, okay, let's just do this together. Yeah. You know, and I love it because one of my favorite moments at if, and I, I'm probably a little biased cause it came, it was from the stage and it was when Aaron was leading worship, but I loved it when Aaron as a man spoke over the whole group mm-hmm. and was just like, this is what I want for my wife. This is what I want for my daughter. And it was just like, ah, it's just like he, people seeing that women, we, we are just having this want, you know, to be able to live out our purpose and whatever that looks like in your yeah. home, in your workplace, in your community, in your neighborhood. Um, and we have that freedom in that. And I just, I love it. I love it, Jenny. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I, I think that you're right. I think that it is, everybody wants to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. I do too. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's what this, this issues us all is to be able to play a small piece in something big. And that's, I think that's what we are all about anyway, with or without, if we are about playing our small, small piece in this huge story of God. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it, this just gives it some tracks and some visual and some team to it that maybe we haven't always felt. And community. I love the community aspect is so important to me and how you are um, building together like local communities. You Mm -hmm. know, there's so many people are a part of online communities and those are awesome and they have a great place in women's lives. Mm -hmm. But I really love the like local community meeting women, you know, face to face like that. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I agree. I love it. Yeah. Um, So what's next for if? Well, so immediately, I mean, we we're gathering our leaders and we are calling them to basically dream about five other people that reach different parts of the city or town or context Uh that they live in to come together for a dinner for an if table event Mm -hmm. in the next few weeks. So, um, that will happen next and we'll be excited to hear those stories. And then from there, we're hoping that that team of people, five or six, um, will dream about what it looks like to gather women in their city and context to pray. So we're about to have a big worldwide prayer gathering on September 23rd. So that'll be beautiful and exciting. And then 
and then we'll join, we'll, from there we'll, we'll ask God, you know, what does it look like for us to reach our cities and to, you know, for him to use our gifts and our passions and, and to build into our, our local context. And then in February, hopefully that will be a catalyst and a tool that people can rally around and gather around and start to dream about how to do that uniquely in their, in their cities. So, so fun. That's what's coming. Yeah. So fun. So, um, what's up for you this fall? Traveling, speaking? Yeah. Yeah. I still have a bit of that this, this semester. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited about just, you know, buckling down and, and doing the work of if, I mean, this is a huge thing and I want to give it, um, you know, I'm a creator, Mm -hmm. so I'm always kind of building the next thing. Um, I'll, I'll give you, um, a little exclusive on what, one of the what? I'm, I'm working on cause you'll love it. Okay. Um, in fact, I think you might know about it and everybody that's I've never talked about it publicly. now too, right? So oh, yeah, the whole just, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I was like, we are recording listen, Jenny you know, in the minute 40, okay. but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, what I am working on is besides if mm-hmm. is this collaborative workspace mm-hmm. that, um, do you know about this? I do. Yes. No. Oh, okay. So we are bringing together, um, creatives and entrepreneurs in the city of Austin in the next month or so. And we're hoping to invite 200 women that are, uh, doing unique things in the city. And, and then from there, we're hoping that 10 of them will want to, um, interview to be a part of this workspace that if is creating, and it's kind of just a hub of creative energy. My hope is, and we have this cool old building that we're restoring at the upstairs too. And, and it'll be the offices for if, but also the, um, the offices for 10 other creative people that are building unique, cool things in Austin. So, um, I'm just so excited about just being in the energy of that and being around other creatives. So, you know, I've hired, I've hired well to my weakness, which is, strategy and uh-huh. execution and, uh, details. And, and so I'm excited to get some crazy creative blood in the, in the space that, um, that I office in. Okay. So. That sounds amazing. I, Isn't that I, fun? I, I wish that I had a job that was created <laughs> so I could join <laughs> your little co-op. <laughs> you, you so fit in our co-op. Can you I show up once a week to record podcast. a podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes. Come do podcasts. We've talked about putting a studio in because we do so much filming and, and podcasts and such. So See, yes, I would love, I'll join yep. you once a week to record a podcast. Okay. Yeah. So we'll fun. have a host of people for you to pull from. Um, okay. That sounds awesome. If anyone's listening to Austin, what can they do to find out more about this? Just get me your email address okay. somehow. So okay. admin at jennyallen.com um, is my assistant is assembling a great big list. So awesome. yeah, email, or if you know of any creatives in yeah. Austin that might be interested, um, email her and so awesome. yeah, we will okay. invite you. I'll put that in the show notes on my webpage. So if you're listening, I'll put it there for you. Yeah. It's called collaborate. Is collaborate. The, yeah. It's even got a name. I love, you're like the queen of one word things. Ah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about that this to. morning when I was thinking about talking to you and I was like, what was your first book? <laughs> well, I, the first thing out was stuck. It was a Bible stuck. Stuck. Okay. Yeah. Stuck. And then anything and chase and then restless. Yeah. I mean, just whoever, like if it was you or a marketing team that started that genius, Well, high I, fives I, all around. I'm serious. It's yeah. just wonderful. Thanks. 
Yeah, it's pretty funny. We, um, yeah, we didn't mean to, I, you know, after two or three, you just kind of have to go with it. You right. Know, now, now you've got a brand. Whoops. You Uh-oh. know, you didn't mean to, but I'm a one word woman. Yep. Uh, are you working on anything right now? Speaking of Bible studies and books. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I can't announce that one because okay. it's too, it's in that sacred place of, is this going to be something or not? But no, yes, I'm really, really excited about it. And I'm actually, I just, on in, in Rwanda, you can't plan when that thing hits you, you know, where you know what you're supposed to do. But, and I've been real patient cause I'm, I'm not under contract. And so I got to just breathe and yes. not feel like I had to produce anything. And uh-huh. so, um, it was just, it's just been nice to, to take a break and, and not feel like I have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, accidentally, um, it all came to life for me in Rwanda, this idea, and I love it. And it's really a fun one. It's a fun project. And so I'm hoping a that book or a study look, I'm... I don't know yet. Okay. I think it's probably a book. Okay. Uh, I don't know yet, but it's, it is, it's a happy, fun project, but I thought that about Russell's too. And then, you know, I go through a lot with Sarah Henry and yeah, it kind of got heavy, but, um, but I think this is just a need right now for women. I think it's a need for me. It's what I'm learning, which is usually the best place to write from, you know, where I'm growing and Mm -hmm. learning and understanding God better. Okay. Well, that's so fun. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Yeah. I'll let you know. Speaking of Sarah Henry, a lot of people that are familiar with you, can you give any, tell us how Sarah's doing? Yeah. So Sarah's my friend, um, in Austin that she was my very, is my very best friend. Um, and she had a massive stroke, uh, not long ago. It's been over a year now, but was it, will be two years in December? Oh gosh. Yeah. So it's been a year and a half. Yeah. Gosh, time goes fast. Um, but yeah, she couldn't walk, talk, move actually afterward and has just slowly been coming back, um, with, with a lot of therapy and a lot of hard work. And, and so she still can't speak, um, really, she can say a few words, Mm -hmm. but she's working on that every day. And, and so, yeah, it's been, heavy and hard to watch a mother of three, mm-hmm. um, and such a good friend. She had s- so much life. She still does. It's so fun because she's still exactly Sarah. Like That's, she's, yeah. even though she can't communicate in the same way, she's all the same, you know? Uh, and so that. That's sweet and happy and fun, and she's still real opinionated about where we go eat and what we what we do. And right. every, you know, she's going to find her way to let us know what she wants. Uh, and needs, but. I love it. Thanks for that update. I know a lot of people yeah. know her story through you. Okay, before we leave, I do. I like to ask everybody that I talk to um, what book they're reading and if they're into any like TV show that they can't stop watching. Yeah. Well. I've got, I'm looking at my bedside table. I've got two books right now that are interesting. Screw tape letters. I mean, we've yeah. all read that, mm-hmm. but I'm bringing it back because it is, yeah, it is applying to my life right now. Love it. That's my deep read. Okay. The other one is a book that Curtis Yates gave me called Essentialism. Okay. The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And it's by Greg McKeown. It's on my blog right now. Okay. Um, it's, it's good. It's, it's about just doing the things that make your heart say, um, not yes. So there's the, all the choices, right. That we could be doing and building and thinking about. And I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm that girl that does pursue a lot of different dreams Mm -hmm. and things at one time. So I think that's why he gave this to me. (laughs) Um, but he says, you know, just put all that energy into, to the right things, the essential things. And so it's the things 
that you want to say, hell yeah. Like not right. just yes, but yes. hell yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm working there. You know, I'm not there yet as far as, you know, cutting a lot of other things out. Uh-huh. I'm still enough of people pleaser that it's hard for me just to say no all the time. <laughs> you know, that's good. I, when I was on vacation this summer, I made a list in Evernote of things that matter this fall. And so basically it was like, if something comes up that is not in that, I'm going to have to say no to it. That's good. Yeah. Because I'm like you, I end up saying yes to everything. And then next thing I know, I'm like in charge of a book fair at my kid's school. And (laughs) and I'm just like, this is the worst thing I've ever said yes to my entire life. Um, That's not just a no, Jamie. That's a hell no. Thank you. Oh my gosh. The whole time. I mean, I like, oh, it was the worst. (laughs) Oh, Jamie. I mean, I would kill that thing. The book fair would cease to exist at my kid's school. Oh, well, an email went out recently about all the opportunities and they did mention how the book fair was failing. And I was like, well, yeah, I did it last year. That's the worst thing ever. You crushed the book fair. So that's what, that's where it comes in. But it comes in for me too. Like, Aaron and I do this and I know you and Zach probably have to lay these plans out. Aaron also has made like, he has this really cool diagram and I'll ask him if I can share it on my blog uh, for everyone, but it has these layers of like, and it's a people like pyramid almost, or maybe it's a circle. Gosh, I'll have to ask him, but it has people listed. So the inside might be, you know, me and then kids and then his band guys and then his staff at church, you know, it like goes out and it's almost like these are the, these are what our value and so, because when we, we can get into a rut where, I mean, Aaron, for sure, where everyone wants to have lunch and have coffee. And before you know it, you get to the end of the week and you've done nothing except just had coffee all week. Right. You know right. what I mean? And I'm not saying those things are bad at all, but I'm saying sometimes we have to like sit down and reevaluate and say, because Aaron got to a point where he was like, crap, I'm trying to disciple these guys. Yeah. But like, I keep having to do all this extra stuff, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like that on a much smaller level, um, that that's what I did this summer. I was like, okay, these are the values for this fall. And if it doesn't fall under that, it's not happening. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not doing a book fair ever yeah. again. It did not make the list. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. I'm reading a new book. I just started it and you may know her. Yeah. I don't Kelly mentor. Oh, yes. Oh, you're going to love that book. That's on my bedside table too. Where I haven't started that one yet. So. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Looking I just right started now. yesterday actually. Yes. Um, and I am really looking forward to it. Yeah. She is such a deep, precious, pure soul. I mean, that the word I think of when I think of Kelly is just this pure heart oh. that wants to see God's kingdom come and loves people and especially loves those that nobody else sees. And she's just built this incredible passion for the Amazon and the people. I mean, it's her stories there are just incredible. So I can't wait to read that. That's sitting here right beside me. I I can't wait to read it either. I, my favorite kind of book to read is like a memoir, people's stories. And so that, that always pulls me in. And so I'm excited about this book. Yeah. You've got to meet her. I'll, we'll, introduce you. She needs uh, to be at it this year. I need to make sure she knows that too. To self. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to um, reading this. So I think it comes out maybe August 1st or something. I don't know. Or maybe yeah. it's out. Yeah. Anyhow. So fun. Okay. Do you, you and Zach watch anything on TV before we go? Oh, what are we watching this summer? Well, you know, I mean, again, this is on my blog right now. I just did my favorite thing. So it's kind of fresh, but, um, shark tank, every episode Shark tank. Of shark tank. We, 
our whole family watches it. We, uh, it's like the Bill Cosby for our family that, you know, our family used uh-huh. to watch when we were growing up. Yes. Um, we all love it. That's, that's our okay. thing that's this nice. summer. We have not had a family show this summer. We did for the first time ever American Idol as a family the last time yeah. it was on. And I haven't watched American Idol in years. Yeah. But we did it as a family and like we made, like we picked our picks and it was, it was, it was fun. I, I, I like family shows that we can watch together. Yeah. Um, we're not watching anything right now, so I have nothing to say. Well, go record Shark Tank. Okay. It and is it, entertaining. And it's kid sure. friendly. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you I, mean, I hate kid. to say that. No, you have big kids. Somebody throws out a cuss word, but I haven't seen many troubles. Like yeah. there haven't been many, of course, but see, we're big fans Y'all of big kids and fast forwarding it. Yeah. You know, so we, too. we may have done that once or twice on just an awkward pitch yeah. where maybe they're pitching something that's not about kissing. I think there was one, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty family friendly. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm with you on that. <laughs> okay. Jenny, so fun to chat with you today. Oh, I loved it. What a fun way to start my morning. Thanks so for fun. Yes. I loved it. Okay. Well, I'm going to put everything Jenny and I talked about, any links, everything up on my blog so everyone can find it. And I'll put how to follow Jenny and all about if and everything fun like that. And I'll put stuff about Noonday as well because that's just a love that both of us love. So, Yes. Yeah. In fact, I look down at myself and I have on everything, every piece of jewelry I have on is from Noonday. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'm impressed you're, you're dressed with jewelry. I Well, my Maybe. kids are at school. And so I like some days yeah. I get dressed and it makes me feel like, you know, a better person. Yeah. Love it. Anyhow. All right, Jenny. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining the happy hour. Okay, girl. Bye. Hey guys, I knew that you would love Jenny. I just love everything she's doing and all her projects. And if you're interested in the collaborate project here in Austin, be sure and email her. She mentioned it. It's admin at JennyAllen.com. And I also listed all of that in the my blog, JamieIvy.com. Any link that we might have talked about, I put on the show notes. Heck, I even put where Aaron stayed in a TP and Martha. So anything you want, you want to know, it's there. I mentioned a couple other podcasts during this show. Wynn Elder, I interview her in podcast number four. She has a great story, and it's actually my number one listen to podcast. So if you get a chance, if you haven't heard it yet, go back and listen to Happy Hour number four with Wynn Elder. We also talk about Jessica, who's the founder of Noonday. Uh, who's also with her in Rwanda, and Jessica and Jenny's boys grew up in Rwanda together. And I interview her in podcast episode number five. So if you haven't heard those, I highly recommend. Leanne left a comment on the blog, and she said, Such a fun podcast. I love how diverse all your friends are. The topics are always so interesting, and the fitness vacation doesn't sound like the worst idea now. Leanne's talking about Ashley Benson, who was my guest on happy hour number nine, and she puts on fitness vacations. If you haven't heard hers, you should listen and see if that would be something that you would actually be interested in. And last but not least, I have a giveaway for you. You know me. I love to give stuff away. And so I have a copy of Kelly Mentor's new book, Wherever the River Runs, which just came out last Friday. And so I want to give it to one of you guys. So leave a comment on my blog, jamieivy.com, about anything. Anything from what Jenny and I talked about, anything from what you're doing, anything. I don't care. Just leave me a comment and I'll pick a winner. Um, I'll pick a winner this Friday. So the contest ends Friday the 8th at midnight. I'll let you know who wins. And I would love to bless one of you guys with this awesome book. 
Jenny and I both read it, both love it, love her passion, love everything that she shares in the book. And it just, it's so awesome. The tagline is, how have forgotten people renewed my hope in the gospel? And it is just that. It is great stories of the Amazon people. You're going to love it. So I want to give one away to one of you guys. So enter on my blog, jamieivy.com. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with your friends. Thank you for your comments. It's so much fun. I love bringing you these guests every single week. And so until next time, I hope that your week is awesome. I hope you enjoy your family, enjoy your kids, enjoy your friends, and just enjoy life. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Coming on, coming on to this.